0: Welcome to another episode of the Corn Husker Bug Eater, formerly the Husker Hollis Half Hour on Spotify and now Apple Podcasts. It's great to hear from you again. It's great to be here, Mike. Oh my goodness. We talked about I had a hockey game the one week. Well, then I got sick because we had a pollen explosion. Yes. We went from green to orange in like one day and I had sinuses. I had asthma. I felt terrible and due to sub shortage, I could not miss work. And I really wasn't sick, per se. It was just bad allergies, like horrible allergies, like the worst in years. And I'm glad I'm finally over them. It was an eventful weekend. I, I also had to sing through all these allergies. And uh, I, I had Palm Sunday Mass. And I got to be Pontius Pilate, good old Ponchy the Pilate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I got A's on both of my Deacon Finals.
1: Whoop, whoop.
0: So that's kind of good. Usually, I'm a B student. And yeah. I kind of prided myself as being above average. I actually ate it, so that's good. How you doing, Mike?
1: Oh, doing all right. I'm enjoying the the, the beverage you have given me. Yes, it's a Best Choice
0: Diet Root Beer, and yep. uh, this is uh, I'm having a Canada Dry Zero Sugar <clears throat> Ginger Ale. But I've gotta say, this episode of the Cornhusker Bug Eater is brought to you by viewers
1: like you. Thank you. And viewers like you. Yeah, like PBS. PBS. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like and viewers. who's always a foundation in Pittsburgh that paid for everything? Oh, it's the
0: QED Pittsburgh. No, that's the radio station. I can't remember.
1: But there's some sort of foundation that – yeah, anyway. That's off topic. <laughs> but anyhow, we got to talk on um,
0: spring game and some reactions. I'm going to say I I was stressed out this last week. It's Easter week. Yeah. And uh, I my second job I have off, which, oh, my goodness, to not work two jobs in a week. I can't believe how much nicer I feel and more laid back I am. But I need the second job. And I do like the second job too, but time off is good. Even if it's just your second job off. But uh, I was stressed. I did not enjoy the spring game the first time I watched it. I had to rewatch it. Oh, okay. And then I was better after the rewatch. I was kind of grumpy. I was still had to take a final later in the day. I was exhausted. I was kind of sick still. And I was, I was angry. Um, things I want to say that made me feel upset. Uh, it was sloppy, Mike. It really looked sloppy. I didn't like that, but then I found out, wait, they had less practice days and they had to start earlier because they're putting new turf down. And I'm like, oh, okay. And we do have new coaches. They're not going to have everything humming just in spring ball. So I'm like, Okay. And so we had special teams errors, but then I found, found, well, I'm not going to blame the punter because he had some epic punts and the wind was just that bad. So
1: Mm. uh,
0: I'm okay with it. He had three 67 yard ones. We didn't even go over 67 once last year. So he had only two, you know, and the wind was bad, bad there. It was a swirly thing. It was terrible. It was swirly, but it wasn't that bad. They say on the field it's worse, though, Mike. That's what the announcers were saying. Any excuse will do. Yeah, so I don't know. He's being paid to punt, too. He's got an NIL deal, so he better do better. But the missed field goal, oh, my gosh, that made me so mad. But then I found out, nope, our five-star kicker, we don't have him yet. Who's our – is that – so, but we got the one from Wesleyan, right? Ah, uh, no, we didn't. We did not. I thought no. he was coming. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Never mind. But uh, I know he wasn't the one who missed it, so that's good. But um, pretty much, or at least I hope not. <laughs> I didn't do yeah. my research on that. I forgot about that kid. But no, the, the guy, the five-star, he arrives on campus in July.
1: So, okay,
0: five-star see, kicker. The
1: high school, now we got, who was the FBS kicker of the year? That That's our punter punter so our punter is supposed to be fcs sorry yeah
0: he's a man amongst boys on the punting he just he had like three good ones two bad ones and the two bad ones were like our industry standard ones last year so (laughs) that's true we'll take it i i can live with that and i think he'll get over that i really do they said he's putting his wife through college with his nil bucks like he's able to pay for his whole wife's schooling
1: his schooling's already
0: paid for due to scholarship yeah but, wow, that's that's crazy. And NIL could be a whole other episode. But anyhow, I watched it the second time after my final when I was laid back. And also the next day I felt better. There were some positives, Mike. Um, well, yes. Here's what I see. First of all, Grant. Oh, my goodness. And Yant. And I just realized something. Their last name's Ryan. We have Grant and Yant.
1: Yant looked like a beast. He was, he was not having that two-hand touch crap. I don't know if they were telling him to run to the end zone every single time, but he was. Oh, man. And then, uh, yeah, Yan
0: was, and so was Grant. That 70-yard that run, okay. When you're a running back and it's two-hand touch, it's nearly impossible to break through. It really is because it's just a boom, true. round The way he was that elusive on a two-hand touch, that was huge. and That was like a 70-yard run. I haven't, that was like a 90s Nebraska run. That reminded me of a Lawrence Phillips run. It really did. I like mm-hmm. when I was watching the game, like I was eating some pork rinds because I'm keto. I dropped pork rind when I saw that. Like I was like, whoa. So that was good. And just the idea that their their last name's rhyme, it reminds me of the weebacks in the nineties. We have the twenty first century version of weebacks. We'll see. I it could be dude, Yan is already good. Grant looked good. They run. Yeah, Grant and Little Ramirez. <laughs> Just to change it I, up with the little I was, guy.
1: I never really watched Ramir before. He is quick off the ball. I. He needs to get used wisely. Yeah, like it, it's good to
0: have, because it used to be, oh, if we have Yant, we're going to run it up the gut. Run it up the gut. Well, now we have Grant, too, running it up the gut. So we they might know what we're doing, but we can change it up. Ramir, okay, watch the outside. But he's fast. By the time we run him outside, they'll be tired. So that's good. Um offensive line, we were missing. Who was it? Prohaska was
1: gone. Prohaska's
0: still out. And who was the other guy? We had another starter. So two starters on the O
1: line out is very tough. Um and- what, what I was really excited one of the first in the first series, they did something I'd never seen Nebraska do before. That was built in. That was the fake pass to then where he's based up like he was going to pass. So his defender backs off. So he picks up another eight yards. Yeah. Now I'm willing to bet if I understand, you know, Whipple's mindset, that was fully designed to be that way that he had a pass option at that point. Yeah.
0: And so it means we're still using options.
1: The Whipple option. But what, what really made me, what made me, what makes me optimistic on that is when you write it, when you read in those wrinkles, he probably would have only gained two to three yards. He was he only yeah. about two more three yards to go. But by posting up to pass, it's like the that fake defender. <laughs> the defender backed off a bit and gave him an additional five yards. So I think that was probably the only remotely interesting thing that truly happened st- strategy wise. Yeah, because does Whipple know what other stuff like that to just keep a defense? You thinking, realize I'm, if Whipple. <laughs>
0: Okay, he runs some form of option, so that means I like it. That him. was a smart
1: option. I thought, if, dang. If
0: Whipple decides to go like the service academies and runs the triple option, it would be the triple Whipple option. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that in there. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I do. But um, the offensive line, though, struggled with two stars gone, but they were getting lower.
1: They were firing off the ball. so I have to talk. It have- was worse and better, but go ahead. I will uh... – I will borrow some wisdom from mr. dr. Rob hi dr. Rob when yeah. is he
0: in Grand Island again 17th I think oh next week
1: Welcome. which no uh, you may if you're going it won't be with me because I have a seven o'clock date in Hastings seven or 730 so it just isn't worth my time to stop by
0: yeah I gotta get him on the show I, I got it
1: yeah well anyway what he brought up to the wisdom about it he said okay so this hinge blocking thing where they do the sidestep yeah. He said that it's done a lot in the NFL. Yeah. But he said, though, you have to execute it perfectly. If there is a single mistake when it's done, because all that momentum's coming at you, your running back is tackled in the backfield. Yeah. Or he's going to have a one to two yard loss. And that's
0: been happening to us a
1: lot. Mike. Oh, yeah, that, that has. But you have has. to execute that plan perfectly for it to work. Now they do it in the NFL. Fine. But what Doc Rob says, when you do a charge off the ball, even if one guy totally biffs it and the play's blown up, chances are you're still picking up a yard or two, yeah, even in a blown play.
0: I noticed that near the end of the game with the allowed tackling. By the way, I was furious about the touch football, but then I found out. Do you out want Illinois. to tackle, yeah? Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then uh, Illinois, I found out they went touch too. And I'm like, okay, I'll allow it.
1: Illinois, no, don't hold that standard. Illinois, is well, an outlier.
0: It's just the whole like, we never did this with Osborne and all this, and I admit that's kicking in. But no, there's other teams that did it, and I, I saw some, and I heard other teams did the thud instead of the thing, and the thud pretty much is the touch too. But thud, what's a thud? thud
1: wrap up and stop. I think that's more dangerous than a touch. Yeah, because so. how do you say? Well, I'm gonna. We. And it's, I always hated playing half speed in high school football because someone's definition of half speed is different than that's someone else's, but. Speaking of Osborne, I broke a kid's
0: arm in high school because he was going half speed, and
1: I was trying to impress coaches. Yeah,
0: no, I got in trouble. Speaking (laughs) of
1: Osborne, did did the telecast showcase the new '90s film that they're kicking out?
0: Um, I didn't see anything about it watching on TV, but also when I was watching it live, there—I don't know if this was Charter doing this or Big Ten. It was so grainy and so stuttery. Now, the replay, I had none of those issues. So maybe it was every Nebraskan was watching it.
1: Oh, that, well, anyway. there's a
0: film I saw on Husker Max. There's going to be. (laughs) I don't post, by the way, so don't ask who I am on Husker Max. I just lurk. I don't have time to post and follow up with people.
1: Well, through, I think they're going to put it out strictly for streaming, for money, whatnot. It's going to go to the Tom Osborne teammates, something. That's good. It's going to be a charity type thing. But they have, they're doing a movie on the '90s Huskers, mm-hmm. and I thought at first I started watching it. Yeah, and I smarted off when it came up because this Cause is we've their, seen a gazillion of things. It, I'm like, oh come on! That's I, I great. made I made a comment something about I think that cow's dry, and then as they were presenting it, because they had Trev Alberts talking about yeah. it as an athletic director now, yeah. and you had Scott Frost talk. They even, yeah, they even had osborne talking today osborne so i think i don't know maybe it's i thought oh you know are are they gonna ever end grasping at straws and maybe it's maybe i just thought of this it might be to try to to tell the story in a manner which younger people today would get of how truly special it once was Because
0: the rumor was when Frost took the job, the players were really rolling their eyes at the 90s talk. Like, they were like, stop talking about the 90s coach. Stop it. Like, they hated it.
1: And, yeah, I can see that. They weren't even – they were barely alive for it. Yeah. And right now, Nebraska won its last championship in 1997, which is 25 years ago.
0: Oh, man.
1: I mean, the kids – the kids were barely born under the Solich, quote, mediocrity, unquote, Jeez. era. I mean, that that's – and all they've known is Nebraska struggling. Yeah. That being said, though,
0: I would like to read a book or a documentary on, like, the Callahan Huskers that were decent, the ones that got nine wins, you know, the one that beat Michigan. Like, man, it would be interesting to see the other side. Um, and like I've always said – if Callahan was a little bit – I he saw Nebraska just as a job. He wasn't yeah. terrible his first couple of years he was. But, like, the years where he had – where he went, like, the year he won the Big Big 12 North wasn't terrible. If he would have just kept Bo as a defensive coordinator – Well, he never had him. No, he could have. Oh, he
1: could have. That's yeah. right. Yeah.
0: When the new coaches come, they can ask for people to be retained or they can fire them.
1: Or maybe Bo didn't want to have anything to do with I him. know. So, but if they but... could
0: have – if you could have had – Callahan with Bo working together, that would have been different.
1: Because even you you, you think back to offensive mastermind Tom Osborne, yeah. he pretty much knew that Charlie McBride was a spit and vinegar that really made that thing oh, yeah. turn. Because, I mean, there's all sorts of quote, there's all sorts of locker room quotes of uh, Osborne pretty much walking out of the room because he knew what Charlie McBride, yeah. he, he just couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't endorse what Charlie McBride was gonna say, but.
0: It, and then another book I'd really recommend, Diary of a Hosker. It talks about the soul to decline, and it's a wonderful book. I mean, it's it's a journal, so it's written like a college kid, because college kids wrote it. But it is it anonymous? Um, no, it's um, guy. What is his name? Uh, I can't remember the name, but he was a long did he get stamper. in a lot of trouble? No, he didn't. Um, because he tells it how it is, and he's fair. <laughs> And he did want to be a Husker, but it's just and he talks about he had to get therapy because he started falling into depression. He he went yeah. on meds for depression too, working for the playing for the Huskers. Yeah, he was a long snapper recruited by Osborne, but then Solge took over. And he just he talks very matter of fact about little declines, you know, when Boyd Epley was let go. He said a lot got bad when Boyd Epley Oh it was yeah. It's
1: sad that we he built the strength
0: program, then he was gone.
1: Um, he built the concept of a strength program. Yeah, he
0: did. And so, yeah, Diary of a Husker. I'm going to Rogan this. Uh, who wrote it here? Col- Kolowski, I think. Diary you of a know, Husker. What? Why don't you phone that? Is you that you got of... it? Okay, Let yeah. Let me try it. Diary of a... I think, think it's Kolowski. Out. But like, anyhow, it's a good one. Once you have it, just say it so others can bring it up. It's one of the most under. And I don't even have it on my shelf. I used to own it. I got to rebuy that because it's that good of a book. And I'll lend it to you, Mike. And if you're in Grand Island, I'll lend it to you when Mike's done. Seriously. But um, anyhow. Called it. Well, and it, to talk about, call, nice job David Kolowski. Kolowski, I did that. Yeah, not a huge, big, but he
1: he started most of his years. Well, and to sum that up, Jason Peter <clears throat> talks about he, he witnessed the beginning of it. Because his senior year was Osborne's last year. He said that during osborne during the tail end his last year there was starting to be a couple there was a short list maybe half a dozen or less players on the team who were, would kind of try to just do the minimum to kind of that's survive what it kalaski talks about he well, says and peter's jason peter talked about that he said that's what i saw i said there was just a handful he said but in the years following
0: That number kept increasing. Because Osborne had a big roster, and that's also one of the reasons why Callahan shrunk the roster too. His intentions were good, although it's kind of hurt us too. And then when they built the new facilities, it was for a smaller roster. But yeah, Kolowski says there's a few that would be on the Huskers just to say they were on the scout team and to get all the free Adidas gear and all that. Cause it shows like pictures of all the free gear they got. This is before NIL, where you'd get like ten pairs of shoes. Where he was able for christmas to just give his family members the shoes that he got
1: but they would just be for his size no he could order them in different sizes <clears throat> oh he
0: was allowed x amount of shoes yeah, and he could yeah. just do whatever yeah wow so it's kind of cool and yeah so okay. that's a good that's a good read but i'll have to see that film even though well yeah, yeah. the 90s have been done but yeah some i guess if you don't keep telling it you forget it well
1: and when I watched it, they covered all the dirt, all the controversy, starting off of when they missed that field goal at Florida State. Byron Bennett. The guy, missing that field goal, and they just saying, we need to recruit strength. We're going to recruit kids. It, but it talked about them, the coaches coming to the players, they said, we're going to recruit some more. We're going to recruit some speed, but you're going to have to watch them. Yep. Because they say, we're going to go into some areas, some kids that don't know discipline. Yep. And you're going to – and and put it on the players to say you got to watch him yep and that's a piece of that 90s thing i mean it co- it looks like it covers all the dirt it's, that's good i mean they're gonna cover lawrence to phillips told. they're it covering Lawrence be, you phillips. can't shove it under the rug and i mean it, they, they played it all of lawrence phillips going off with the police going into custody i think after that incident oh yeah so i mean it so after when they start playing this i made a comment in the stand i said I think this cow's done milk dry. You need to let this one go. And then after the end of it, after I mean, it was presented really, really well. I thought, oh. eh, I'll probably watch it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's how <laughs> I am now. But, but yeah. Um. So anyhow, back to the spring game. Spring kick. game, yes. So running backs are good and promising. Yep. You know, Whipple is going to let us run the ball too, which is yeah. good. Um, quarterbacks. You know what? They all looked better than last year. Better last few years and. We did not see much of Casey Thompson, but we saw no. him throw. And it's There's per- a
1: statement I gave you earlier. Tell me who your starting quarterback is without actually telling me who your starting quarterback is. Yeah. Oh, send him out of the tunnel as leading the team on. Oh, yeah, let him play two series. Did he yeah. get two series? He got
0: four, but it felt like two.
1: <laughs> it felt like two series. Yeah. And he did absolutely nothing. Three for four in passing. But he it's pocket, check, check, boom. Yeah,
0: his passing was was very pretty i was like ooh and then it was decisive and he had a couple runs they weren't a Martinez run but they were pretty solid Who runs. Cares? he didn't slide he didn't do the nfl thing he put his shoulder down and... well
1: he was green shirt and they couldn't get yeah, that's him anyway.
0: True. i don't love the green shirt but i get it i get it but anyhow
1: oh he's a starter just they want what i
0: want though okay trev alberts this is to you and by the way i think we're going to go over half hour you okay with that? Uh, I guess it's not in our title anymore, so we won't go too much. No. But I yeah, know Trev, if you're gonna have the quarterbacks wear the green shirts, sell the green shirts because I need a Husker jersey to wear on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> then all will be forgiven.
1: The don't tackle me jersey. Yeah, I'll wear it on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, the <laughs> the quarterbacks were so I nobody looked particular the the other than Thompson from the stands. You know, in the live action, nobody really looked that great. A couple of the slip ups did pretty slip up or is that
0: Smothers? Who kept... that was, Smothers did bad and it's OK. We've had guys do bad spring games, but then do better in the season. We've also had people do phenomenal spring games, but bad in the season.
1: Yeah, it. I'm going to stick. I, I'm a Doc Rob fan. And he says. Don't get too excited about what you see. Yeah, you and had don't to get tell too that disappo- to me when I ranted <laughs> to you how disappointed I was. The and first don't get time. too excited about it. He said, just, and the spring game really is mostly to be, to just go to. It's like, yeah. go enjoy the, just go enjoy the day. Yeah. The crowd turnout was a little low, but still it's
0: 50,000 for a practice. And yeah, you got to still say, yeah.
1: It was, was it just was 50 the number? 50,000. Yeah. It did not look good. It was looking pretty rough until about five yeah. to 10 minutes and
0: in. Uh, yeah. So, and speaking of, but yeah, our quarterbacks overall, we, I felt more safe than I ever did with Martinez. I may come yeah. back, come to regret that, but I just felt more secure. I felt like, okay, Thompson looks good. Chuba might challenge Thompson. He looked the best. And then, oh, he I, got
1: more snaps.
0: Yeah. But he also seemed to look faster. It was like, Harburg looked really good. Smothers did bad, but also Smothers almost beat Iowa. If we wouldn't have done bad on special teams, we do beat Iowa Ugh. with Smothers. And then guy from Hastings that I didn't even know was on the team. He gets a touchdown. What was his, his Hastings guy? I don't know. But it was Yeah. Huh. But yeah, some guy from Hastings. And yeah, he he ran a touchdown. And so quarterback was good. The D, okay, all this talk about defense is horrible this year. Frost has been spending all the time with the D. Well, I think now he can go back to the offense because they did not look bad. Um, Hutchmaker, they say, uh, or Mocker. I'll call him Polar Bear because I don't got his name right. Polar Bear, they say his weight room numbers are great, but as a player, he's a little slow. But you know what? He looked okay. And I think with time, he could grow into that. And also the Huskers are seeking – a Texas Christian uh, frog, by the way. I like frogs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's a nose tackle? If we get him in the portal, we're solid.
1: I can well, sleep easy. Th- they called Garrett Nelson a lot. Which... Oh,
0: I hope he's not a lucky spring game because he looked. Like, I don't think uh, so. he looked like our new JoJo Doman, and he likes watermelon, according to that interview. Well, <laughs> what interview? One of the reporters oh, I interviewed gosh. him, and he was being kind of flirty with her. He goes, "I like watermelon." <laughs>
1: And well all, everyone's like, oh, we love them. Oh, well, Garrett Nelson. No, he, he's a good story. He's he's been coming along. Is he a linebacker then? I, I think so. I always thought I, he was I, a D-line for some reason. I, I just enjoyed
0: him making all the plays. I'm like, okay. We well, he's a, a he's
1: a far west. He's a far west Nebraska kid. I think he's Garing. Scout's oh, bluff Garing. He's,
0: he's a river rat if he's from Garing. Nice.
1: Well, anyway, I think so. But he's he's a nice story of a Nebraska kid who They've said that he was a. He's always been a pretty solid player, but you know, if you're always playing under doman, you don't. Yeah. So I mean that, his name getting called again, and another observation on spring game. You know, if someone's absolutely dominating, they're going to say, "Well, we saw, we've seen what we need to see. You're out." <laughs> yeah. Because. Oh man, Yant would have just, he would have made some heads roll if he could have actually been oh, man. going.
0: Grant and Yant. It's just, oh, I'm excited for that. Um, So that was good. The scoring, I did not mind offense versus defense. I'm in the minority. And here's why we got ones versus ones in a spring game. We haven't had that for years. True. And so that was good. Co- the scoring format, here's
1: my issue with the scoring format. Well, that, they didn't though. tell you on the TV. Tell us what
0: it is. Put a TV graphic that says for this, this, this. Or put it at the bottom of the screen or something, then yes. I would have been a hundred percent okay. But they
1: they weren't thinking about the home audience that place at all because they were it was the scoring setup was underneath the scoreboard the entire time. Oh it, it was right there. And at first as we're looking at it, it Trav, said Strav,
0: put it on TV next time. But they did
1: well, the only stinker is they didn't tell us in the stadium exactly how it's gonna work. So it just said white white scoring and you know there was their point scoring then they you know different d- defensive things got they would it. do okay they, they got p- points for doing those yeah and then then the red team they only got points for true points they didn't get points for making a first down or doing anything like that they had to put the actual score okay but it didn't show up and they didn't tell us that and so you just saw on the scoreboard and below it had the breakdown of red scoring white scoring i'm like oh okay. what they didn't say this is red. That it, it wasn't that clear in the stands, but at least, uh, at least after you know a quarter or so, we figured it just
0: out. Just put on TV, but otherwise, it was second viewing. It was more positive, and it was vanilla. I oh uh, yes, it is. But you know what? It was no one got really hurt except for Steph. Oh my was a gosh! The uh, Husker Max. The rumors are saying he broke his foot, and it was just from stepping on his foot wrong too, which is so sad.
1: This isn't it really ironic? His name was Step, Step, Step. and he breaks his foot, and I know. Um, he is the most fragile hulk of a human being you could yeah, be.
0: but we look stacked at running back, which is good. And we have five minutes left. Let's. Here's what we're going to do to keep the spring game under. Let's uh, talk just spring game under this half hour. Then we'll talk about your club seats after. Oh, that. okay. So right. that way the people, the purists, are happy that we stay in our. So anything else on
1: the spring game that you got? Oh, not unless you really talk about the the game atmosphere.
0: Just getting done. yeah, we'll talk about it in the bonus, but I want to yeah. talk about Trev's interview. Um, I, I he, didn't catch it. That was on TV at halftime, and he did talk about the Ireland game. Which, by the way, I want that trophy, Mike. Huskers What's, have not won a trophy in five years. Well, there's going to be a trophy. There've been individual ones, maybe, but yeah. And it looks it's made out of Waterford crystal, much like. The old Sears trophy that I love, except instead of a black base with the crystal football, it's all crystals, the crystal football. It is gorgeous. Look it up on your phone. It is so beautiful. The Aer Lingus. uh, I mean, it's so pretty. And you realize if we win this game, no one else is playing American football in Ireland, to my knowledge. We'll be national champions champions of Ireland if we win Mm. this. So, yeah. But anyhow, Trev was talking about, you know, even with the Ukraine situation, we have a commitment We're doing the game. Trev didn't seem super happy. We're doing the game, but he was like, but it'll be good for the players. But he did say this. It's a very important game against Northwestern. It's a very important one, and it's going to be a challenge. Like, he definitely, uh, I could hear in his voice, if Frost doesn't win this, he's gone. (laughs) Like, I could just hear, and here's what I'm nervous about. We were a little wonky in the spring game, and Northwestern, they haven't changed their coaching staff. They have continuity, but we do have a strategic surprise advantage. We might have stuff that they weren't ready for. Uh-huh. That's I admit I'm not – I'm a little nervous about the Island game. Like, I will – if we can beat Northwestern, and I don't even care what the scores, as long as we get out with a win, I will sleep easily because the next two should be wins. They're gimme games. So we'll be halfway to a bowl game, which is good. If we can just win that game. Yeah. So there's that. Well, anyhow, we're going to go ahead and that's the half hour. If you want more, we're going to keep on going. But that's the spring game talk. We'll ask you, uh, Mike, about your club seat experience and we'll keep going with that. So, yeah, uh, tell us about club seating. It's been a lifelong dream of mine to sit <laughs> in seats that aren't way in the back of the north end zone. Or When I was with uh, you, we got to sit by the and so That was kind of cool. We love, our, I I love college, our seats. When I was in college, I had a friend who was pretty well off. Well, his parents were well off, and we were on the 45-yard line, but still pretty high up. But, yeah, tell me, tell me about the club seats. I kind of want to hear well, all about
1: it. Well, the West Stadium club seats, that's where we were at. Okay. They are the previous bal- main balcony. That's like the Solich edition that was put on. No,
0: no, 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 the no. The West name? That, no. So west was Solich. No, hold north on. North was
1: Callahan. Nope. East was the one. No, 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 no. Slow down, Sunshine. Oh, okay. The balcony I'm speaking of was there oh. before Solich was head coach. Oh, <laughs> Before all the mega press box. Really? Because when I ushered the 90s. you're in the OG. Balcony.
0: Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. You are in. Wow.
1: No. Yeah. The original overhang, because back in the, the, when I remember, because I ushered from 91 to 94, my wife is tired of hearing that. Yeah. So I ushered 91 to 94. That whole balcony was there. And then the press box was directly over that balcony. So that was the 90s balcony. So what they did, because it was kind of nice, because back in the, when when that press box was there, part of, you got sheltered for part of those on that balcony. Now, we weren't that well sheltered anymore. They've rolled it back. Anyway, so you're sitting in the original balcony. Oh, wow. And and so they've given you the red seats now. So you you have an actual back? You had a seat back. Yeah, cup you holders. No cup holders. Oh, Trev,
0: give us a cup holder. Well at least give but, them a cup holder. Well
1: what was just really nice is you rode all escalator there. There were no stairs you could even take. Wow. It was all escalator. I think you could wow. opt for elevator, but I think that was kind of I think you probably had to have some sort of elderly or little kid excuse or something. Mr. Burgers worked elevator. He's been that guy. Okay. My one friend that got me working and do uh well event staff which i haven't right.
0: been able to do lately but yeah so
1: as you you go you ride escalator all the way up and there's a wide open concourse it's carpeted no sticky floors it's carpeted. it's carpetated oh my goodness and what was in so i mean it's all nice climate controlled it's a wide area there's several wow. just general tables the concessions or wow so you could go get your concessions and sit at a table and eat them indoors indoors if you wanted to go cool. now I mean it they're not this is let separate this from this is not luxury suite okay yeah, it's not the hoity toity <laughs> no it's not hoity-toity um now the west side you're on the original balcony yeah and you, it's all red seat so you got a seat back you got your arms so I mean and you are yeah you're just directly hanging over the main bowl stadium oh. so it it was fairly intimate yet. The seats were okay. I, re- you know, I really liked the concourse because if you, when you want to go to the bathroom, there were no horse troughs. James, no horse troughs. So they were actual urinals there. Yeah, with a divider wall. With privacy.
0: The- oh man. Well, I mean, oh, if you have never been to Memorial Stadium, yes, it's one of the great cathedrals of college football. But yeah. we have, and I read an article. We were like top five worst bathrooms in all <laughs> of college football. You go there, and no kidding, there's this long horse trough that like seriously about like 25 people can um you know relieve themselves and but mike i will say as much as the the bathrooms are gross and the regular parts not the club seats where you're living high off the yeah home, but uh high on the hog sorry but uh in the in the really the dingy you know the parts where Hollis sees the games you know it's it's bad you know there's 25 people at the same time they're gross but i have a special memory about the horse oh room. I have a special memory about the horse drop urinals and it involves me. And the first time I met Scott Frost, do tell Okay. Well, here we go. This is when I met Scott Frost. Um, This was right before I started working event staff. One of my friends, Mr. Berger, who works event staff, he uh, said, Hey, have you ever been to fan day? And I'm like, no, I've never been to fan day. And he goes, you're a fan and you've never been to fan day. No. And, uh, so fan day is a fun thing. It's during the summer and you get to go and you get to meet the players. You got to be early though, or super long lines and they give you free posters too, which is great. They used to, when I was a kid, my dad used to order them, but then, and the NCAA cracked down on them and now they're free and there's a schedule on them. That's how they get around it. You know, their schedule, not a poster, but anyhow, you get the free posters and it's cool the lines were nuts to meet scott frost though and i was there like several hours early and they were like yeah you're not going to meet scott frost they just told a bunch of people in the line just go somewhere else you're going to be miserable at least meet somebody or walk around you know i was uh i was uh, catching passes in the end zone there were guys like playing catch and i said hey can i catch a couple touchdowns in memorial so i did huh. that so i still had a good time but i and I got like these printed pictures of Scott Frost that are hanging up everywhere, but they weren't actually signed. I didn't get to shake his hand. Well, except for one thing, you know, at the end of this, I'm waiting for my friend, you know, who works event staff because he had to close down and everything. And I'm just like, I I got to use the facilities. You know, I've been standing around catching touchdowns for a long time. I go to the bathroom with the horse trough. I step up and then this rather built guy just, uh, with some presents, stands right next to me. I look and it's Scott Frost. Whoa. Using the same horse trough. Cause you know, they fit 25 people. This is Scott Frost. And I immediately go, oh my gosh. And Scott Frost just says, hey, thanks for coming. And I'm just like, Gah, I can't say a word. I'm just silent. And then Frost looks at me funny cause I'm just standing at the horse trough doing nothing. And I said, "I." Because I couldn't say it, but I had stage fright. I couldn't use the facilities because I have stage fright. Scott Frost is standing right next to me. And here's the the funniest part. He rolls his eyes, gives a sigh like, oh, no, this is happening again. Like, it felt like this had happened to Scott Frost before he's met a fan and they freaked out like that. And he just goes, okay, you step one to your left. I'll step two to my right. And then I was able to not have stage fright. And Frost goes, there you go. Good job. He leaves, washes his hands. <laughs> just, oh, my gosh. I'm just standing there like, I got coached by Scott Frost. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, yeah. And so I'm walking out just in disbelief. And then all of a sudden, Scott Frost goes, hey. And I'm like, Frost? And... I see them and he goes, Martinez pulled his hamstring. I need you to hold his other leg down while I stretch him out. And I'm like, me? Why can't? And he's like, I need your help. I go down. I put, you know, I'm holding his one leg down. And then Scott Frost lifts his other to stretch his hamstring. And then he was pulling his leg and pulling his leg like I am doing to you and all you listeners out there. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, no, no, that, that didn't really happen. But I like telling that story. And then I found five bucks. Is that is that true too? No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's more believable. Oh, yeah.
0: So I don't know. Yeah. But, so no horse troughs, though. That's no. True. Trevor, are you going to put real toilets um, in, the, in I, the. I did find a picture. There?
1: So. Yeah. I found. Well, I'll, maybe I'll show you. I, I found a picture for James to show him the concourse okay. later. Oh, it, nice. it, it won't be a very good audio moment, really. Okay. So. But yeah, so, but overall, it was a good experience for you in the crowd.
0: Tell me, tell me about
1: that. Yeah, that because was, when you're, you're, because at least I know in the West Stadium, you're in the, like one of the original balconies. So it's still fairly intimate. That's one thing that concerns me about a luxury box. Yeah. Is you're kind of like just watching it on TV. You don't really get to part, you're not really participating as much. That is true. I, I would say you're, you're more focused on, oh, look, here's, here's my, my alcohol I can drink in the stadium, but not really in the stadium. We drink. Yeah. Well. Anyway, people aren't supposed to know that, but it's true. <laughs> Everybody knows.
0: But Yeah. Well, but that's good. I think that's been a good show. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much. Hopefully, I can meet Dr. Rob. Hopefully, I'm not too busy. Hopefully, I can do that. Hopefully, I, I don't. I'm not gonna promise I'm gonna get him on the show. So. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, next week. Uh, I'm really excited. Next week, we have Milt Teneper coming up. Wait, no, we don't. <laughs> oh would, no you don't that would be cool but no, uh don't. anyhow uh let me know also fans i know i have a few fans and i i learned like a couple of months ago some people i didn't even know were listening to this were listening if you ever want to zoom in and be on the cornhouse bug eater just let me know
1: oh and, it's it's way more fun please do it
0: really it's nice to have three and so we'd like to have you on and so uh that's uh have a good day do you know what makes me sad though we have to take another few months off until the fall.
1: Yeah, unless some
0: unless a coach gets fired. Well, or... We could talk about what we think of the new turf. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah, that would be great. Sure. So, yeah, and see you later. Here come the froggies. Go big red. Go big red. <laughs> have a good one, guys.